Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories and lessons I've learned, and I keep learning on my quest to live happier. The show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast, and this is episode 42, Tips for Channeling Your Biggest Fan. Hi there and welcome. I'm so excited to be here. I'm sorry I missed last week on the podcast um, rotation. It just kind of got away from me the week did and I just it didn't happen. And um, I'm very excited to be here recording this one as tomorrow I'm headed out to Seattle to go to a continuing education conference and have the joy of hearing Kristen Neff talk for a few days out there and, and hopefully we'll gather a bunch of information that I can share with you guys here on the podcast and in blogs and newsletters and all that good stuff. So let's get to talking about today's podcast topic, which is channeling your biggest fan. And the term the biggest fan comes from a couple episodes ago in episode 37, I talked about quieting your inner critic. And the key point of that is channeling your biggest fan. And I've had a number of clients and I've gotten some emails and a a couple phone calls from people asking, okay, I need some help with how do I actually do this biggest fan thing? Like I get the idea, I just don't know how to do it. So I want to start by doing a quick refresher on what it is I mean by your biggest fan. And the biggest fan, like I said, is something I use in dealing with the inner critic. And so I think, you know, we all have countless voices that are playing in our heads all day. But for the most part, we have three voices. One of them is our inner critic. It's constantly telling us how much, how terrible we are and how much improvement we need, et cetera, et cetera. And then the other voice is our best friend voice. And that is usually the voice that you know, we're encouraged to channel when we're working on self-compassion or liking ourselves. We're encouraged to, to channel that um, loving, kind, best friend voice. And what I have found in my work is that sometimes that that best friend voice also gets us in trouble in a different way. And so what we really need to do is start channeling our biggest fan. And I'll give you a quick example of this. Um, let's say you want to start, I, you know, I had a client recently who wanted to start getting up earlier in the morning. She's retired and she kind of wants to just start her day earlier and not sleep in all the, you know, sleep in and really get going. And so her inner critic voice, when her alarm goes off, says, get out of bed, you lazy idiot, you know, get moving. And her best friend voice says, no, sweetheart, stay in bed. It's so cozy and warm and you're retired and you deserve this. And her biggest fan voice says, come on, if we get out of bed, we can get a lot done today and we can go for a walk and we can do all the stuff that you really want to be doing. You're worth it to get out of bed. We can get, enjoy, have time for our coffee before we have to head to our next appointment and we really can enjoy getting up. So that biggest fan voice is kind of the voice in the middle there, kind of runs the middle ground. It's kind and compassionate, but it also has our best interest at heart and wants us to keep moving forward. So it's not the best friend voice, and because a lot of times our best friend voice can also be the same voice that's like, go ahead, have that extra glass of wine, or go ahead, have that you know extra cookie. And it's the biggest fan voice that is the one saying, really, if we have another glass of wine, we're going to be hungover tomorrow, or you're just going to get silly if you have another glass of wine. Like, let's really pay attention to what's best for us right now. So our biggest fan has our back, really wants us, you know, to do what's best for us. So for those of us who have lived in inner critic world, where inner critic is constantly hammering us, this channeling the biggest fan is really kind of a new idea of what would my biggest fan even say to me? How would this, how does this even work? What does that voice even sound like? 
So I encourage you, you know, some tips I have for channeling the biggest fan. One is to just on a neutral day when nothing's happening and you're not getting accosted by your inner critic, just kind of challenge yourself to come up with what would my biggest fan say right now? And you can journal those, you can say those out loud, just kind of generating that voice and kind of tapping into it in some ways. And to do that on a time when you're not getting hammered by your inner critic or your best friend or, you know, it's just a neutral kind of neutral day. Then I would also, you know, something that really worked for me, and this sounds so simple, and I think I've talked about it in other podcasts, is just signs, you know, kind of, you know, people have the what would Jesus do bracelets, and I, you know, kind of in the same vein would say, what would your biggest fan say? And so to have those posted around your house, you know, you can make it your screensaver on your phone, you know, what would, what would my biggest fan say, to kind of get your mind kind of thinking of it at random times. A great way of doing that is to set a random alarm on your phone so you can set an alarm for random times. And then when it dings, the, um, the name of the alarm is what would my biggest fan say. And so you can start generating, strengthening that voice. So it's not like that voice isn't there. Or I don't have a biggest fan we all have a biggest fan but I think for most of us that voice just gets really really diminished so it's about you know channeling the biggest fan on off times and then the other thing I would say is to really pay attention to when your inner critic is hammering you and I talked about this last time you know that warm cozy effect that our inner critic has on us of making us feel like it's a really comfortable sweater that has our back (laughs) and then it just starts to itch and scratch and really get under our skin when you're at that point with the inner critic where it's just you're just starting to recognize how annoying this inner critic is and how it's showing up and driving me crazy that's a time for you to start practicing if you could ease in a little bit of the voice of what would my biggest fan say right here you know to to start reminding yourself that that inner critic there can be some wiggle room there there can be some it doesn't have to be hammering us all the time and we choose to listen to that voice and i remember hating when people would say that to me you're choosing to listen to that voice and i really didn't really think I was choosing because who wants to listen to the inner critic voice you know like blah but we do choose it in the sense of we don't choose not to so the idea of I can choose my thoughts and I am choosing to take the one that's hammering me the hardest and let that one stick around instead of saying you know what inner critic I appreciate you showing up today or I realize you have a message you know a message for me but what would my biggest fan say let's let her talk for a little bit and then channel in your biggest fan, you know, have her kind of speak up and, and say what she would say. Only way we're going to start getting this biggest fan voice to be louder is if we start really paying attention to it and allowing it to show up in other times, whether times we're not getting hammered by our inner critic and are kind of neutral times. And then the times when we are getting hammered by our inner critic, so to really start paying attention to those times when we're getting hammered by our inner critic, what would my biggest fan say here? What, you know, to kind of add some space in there for the other voice to show up. So we got to allow some room in our heads for the biggest fan to come in there. Another thing that I just wanted to say that is, a, that is an aside and something that I, that I did for a really long time when it comes to inner critic stuff is I convinced myself that if I was good or if I did it right, then my, then my inner critic wouldn't show up. And so back to the client of mine who wants to um, get up really early 
And a part of our discussion about her wanting to get up in the morning was the idea that did she want to get up at 7.15? Because if she got up at 7.15, then she was doing the right thing. She was being a good person. And then her inner critic couldn't hammer her all day long because she got up at 7.15. Like, she did the right thing. And so you'll notice, you know, if your motivation is I want to do it right or I'm trying to, you know, be good or whatever those mantras are for you, the perfectionism piece, a lot of times we're doing that in an effort to stave off the inner critic. Like if I do it right, then my inner critic won't have an argument here. It won't be able to step in. But the problem is your inner critic will always have an argument. If you get up at 7.15 and you're being a good person, you're a bad person because you didn't get up at 7. Or if you get up at 7.15 and you're being a good person, the inner critic will tell you you're being a bad person because you didn't get up at 7.15 and work out. So we're never going to live up to what the inner critic is telling us to do. And that's why if our mentality is I'm going to be a good person to keep that inner critic away, it is a losing battle. The only way you're going to get rid of the inner critic is by really channeling that biggest fan. So that's just an aside that came up recently and I wanted to touch on it that I think a lot of us live our lives trying to keep the inner critic at bay and it's never going to be at bay until we directly confront it because our inner critic will always find a way to tell us that we're you know doing it wrong (laughs) that's kind of its job okay now it's time for the part of the show that I call the weekly ritual challenge. One thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. Okay, this week's ritual, weekly ritual, is going to be to pick one of the things I just suggested as far as dealing with the biggest fan and use one of those. So decide if you're going to channel your biggest fan when your inner critic isn't talking or decide if you're going to start channeling your biggest fan when your inner critic is talking. But try some of the strategies I talked about today and use those throughout the week. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. Questions, please email me at nancyjane at live-happier.com. I absolutely love hearing from you. And until next time, here's to living happier.